Welcome to the Embrace Her Legacy podcast, the number one personal development classroom for millennial women, hosted by Embrace Her Legacy founder and CEO, Maria I. Melendez. Ladies, get ready to evoke your feminine confidence and be inspired to master your relationship with yourself so you can fabulously live your legacy. If you enjoy this podcast, please make sure to subscribe. Don't forget to visit us at EmbraceHerLegacy.com, where you can support our mission by making a donation of any amount or sign up to become part of our community of volunteers and supporters, the Embrace Her Legacy Collective. Our vision is for every woman and every girl to defeat her inner saboteur, master her relationship with self, and live out her legacy unapologetically. Enjoy the podcast. Everyone, welcome to the Embrace Her Legacy podcast. This is our spring summer season 2022, and we are on episode three, I believe. And I'm not alone, I never am. Today's episode is titled Young, Fabulous, and a Boss, highlighting young entrepreneurs. I'm here with a very special guest. She is one of my mentees and she's also founder, CEO, owner of KCK Cosmetics LLC, Miss Anaya Quarles. Welcome to the Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be on the podcast. You know, we're going to talk, we're going to make some great conversation. I'm ready to drop some gems and yeah, let's get started. Yes, see why I got her. Yes, see why I got her on the show. She said, I'm ready. I'm ready. Anaya. So um, I like to start my episodes to let people know, like, what was my inspiration behind this? And I really think that it's important for people to see entrepreneurship in all ages. Anaya is young. You know, I'm going to let Anaya introduce herself and tell us a little bit about herself and her business. So y'all can see, you, you know, y'all can hear the Black girl magic coming through, coming through your screen and coming through your audio waves. <laughs> HL community, it's your girl Naya here, and I am currently uh, I'm a student at the illustrious Morgan State University as an accounting major. I just finished out my freshman year, so I'm now a sophomore in college. Yes, 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 and yes, indeed. Um, I am the own. I'm also the owner of Casey Cosmetics LLC. That is my organic, vegan, and animal cruelty-free skincare brand. I make, I hand make all my products. You know, I'm very excited to be here because you know EHL. And Casey Cosmetics go hand in hand as we inspire younger women, you know, so I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited that Maria has invited me on this podcast. And yeah, so I'm ready. I'm ready when you're ready. (laughs) She ready when you're ready. All right. All right, Anaya. So you're young, right? Mm -hmm. Comparatively speaking, right? Right. I want to know what made you want to become an entrepreneur at 18. You're 18 now. When did you start your business? I started my business my 10th grade year of high school. So I believe I was just turning, I had just turned 16. Wow. So yeah. tell me what was that inspiration? What would you was like, all right, I need to become an entrepreneur. What made you do it? Honestly, this entrepreneur lifestyle has been, you know, brewing in me since seventh grade. Um, that's when I actually started my very first business. However, you know, I was kind of new to the entrepreneurial life. So it didn't it didn't get to where I was. I wanted it to go because you know, I was still learning the ins and outs of marketing, learning how to run a business and things like that. So it did go on a pause. However, what sparked my what sparked me 
to start Casey Cosmetics in 10th grade. Um, I literally started with lip gloss and bangles. You know, I just was, I was like, okay, I got to find my zing, you know, my business zing. So I, I was doing all different types of stuff. I was doing hair. I was doing makeup. I was doing facials. I was selling wigs. I was doing all different types of stuff. But then I had started making lip gloss and bangles. And, you know, just, you know, I was selling in school. And just seeing girls walking around with, you know, my bangles on their wrist and my lip gloss in their pocket, it made me feel good. So that, that made, it sparked that creative mind in my head and I found my zing. So that was really my inspiration, um, just due to the fact that um, for a really long time, I knew that I wanted to, I was supposed to do something in my life. I knew that I had a purpose. I just needed to find my purpose. So I tried tapping into my childhood talents, tried tapping into some new talents, you know, just exploring to get just to find that hobby that I really want to take my career off with. Wow. So it sounds like an you was always out here hustling in these streets. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like it sounds like you were just a young hustler. You said in seventh grade you started yes. your own business. Now, I don't and let me take because I know our audience ranges. We have some young ones. We have some seasoned, more seasoned ones like me listening. And I think that's so powerful and dope how you said in the seventh grade that that's when you started and it's never that shows that it's never too early and it's never right. too late too so early. tell me all right so now you get you doing the the bangles and the lip gloss how did it go from bangles and lip gloss to the whole casey cosmetics line that you have now so it automatically transitioned from lip gloss to bangles due to the fact that I decided to expand, you know, um, I had my very first, my very first event for my business. It, it was at the JP Morgan Chase competition, the business pitch competition. My grandma, she actually set me up with that event, you know, and I had got in there. And basically what we did was we did elevator pitches for our business. We created a slideshow and things like that. And I basically, I created one for Casey Cosmetics. And at the time we were only doing lip gloss and bangles. So of course that's what I was presenting in the slides, but I also presented our message to the audience and to the judges and things like that. And they fell in love with Casey and I won third place at the JP Morgan pitch competition and I won a $500 prize. So after that, it just made me realize that this is really something I wanted to do. Just the fact that I was up there speaking, speaking confident by myself. And I really inspire people to actually like, you know, hear Casey's message and see the community I'm trying to build and things of that nature. After that, I was like, okay, it's time for me to expand. I started to expand with body butters. That was like my first thing that I had expanded after the lip gloss and the bangles, which was like whipped body butter. You know, I just took some time to learn different types of recipes. And then I also started with rose oil. So the rose oil and the whipped body butters were the two main products um, that I started regarding my skincare line after I started with the lip gloss and the bangles. So that's the inspiration behind that kind of, so that kind of win really just drove me to become like, you know, I was like, okay, I got to expand. Like I got to make Casey big. It has to be international and worldwide. So, you know, that was really what I tapped into afterwards and you know skincare goes hand in hand with cosmetics so I was like you know why not just do you know skincare cosmetics so I was like yeah really was the inspiration behind that oh my goodness that's beautiful that you share and I use her products y'all <laughs> so <laughs> I wouldn't put no one on this platform whose idea whose business I did not want to support and believe in her products are amazing I love the body board the body butter um, the wildflower body butter I use it every yeah. day and I'm about to order my body scrub. Who got it? What happened? You're actually one of the only people who got those because that was a limited edition body butter. Come on, because you know I'm limited edition because we fabulous, yeah. all right? <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, all right. So I want to know, like, if you had to point to what has given you the courage and the confidence to start a business, because and I like I'm an entrepreneur myself, right? As you know, and as the public, everybody listening knows. So many times people talk about, oh my gosh, I would love to, but I'm scared and I don't know, blah, blah, all the excuses of the world. What made you courageous enough and confident enough? Like where did that that hookspot, that motivation that you got come from? So, you know, I've actually heard that saying a lot. And I feel like that saying basically comes from their fear of failure. But me as a person, I see failure as not only as an opportunity to make things better, I see it as an opportunity to learn and grow from it and to change it to how you want your business to actually be. See, some people, when they fail, they think that it's the end, it's over, my business isn't going to grow. But actually, no, when you fail, you need your business to fail sometimes. So you actually learn your market, you learn your audience, you learn how to grow your business. And that way you're learning lessons from your, I don't really consider them failures, I consider them lessons. Only because, you know, it's helped me get to where I am today. It's helped me get all the knowledge that I have, the gems that I have, is that I learned by failure. So I feel like that's really the main reason why people always say, you know, I want to start a business, but I'm always scared because, because they're scared of failure. They're scared that their business won't get to their meet their expectations that they have for themselves. Mm-hmm. But in those expectations, you have to personally analyze your analyze where you failed out or analyze where you could do better and apply it to your next your next boss up move so that's really that's really that you know, was really it she makes me so proud like <laughs> I love hearing Anaya speak. she she said she said it like it is and that's so true so you talk about business failure and business successes now can you share one of your greatest business like lessons that you've learned so far that came from, like you said, not a failure, <laughs> but a lesson, the great, like a big one that you learned. So a big one, when I first started out, of course, you know, Casey Cosmetics, I didn't always have my LLC for Casey Cosmetics. So when I did first start out, you know, I was 17, 16, 15. So around that age, you know, it was still, it was still me processing, you know, learning about how to manage finances and things like that of that nature. So, you know, in the process of learning, of course, I had times where, you know, I didn't fail, but I would struggle to manage my business finances, of course. So it basically, you know, it would, it would throw me off with restock, it would throw me off with new products, it would throw me off with profit, you know, just because I was still learning that avenue of how to control and manage my finances myself, you know, and through ebooks, and through, you know, all different types. So even after let's say I mess up a restock or, you know, I've miscalculated or I just mishandled my finances for the past restock. I take what I did that time and I'd be like, okay, I can't do that this time. So I have to find another avenue or find another resource that's going to help me manage my finances the right way. Mm -hmm. After I turned 18, I was able to secure things like an LLC, a business bank account, a trademark and things of that nature. And basically the, the, the experiences that I had before I was 18 helped me build up to learning how to manage my finances now as I'm you know 18 years old and I'm able to do those legal things and those legal entities so that when it's time to file taxes and actually do the legal stuff for your business that actually makes it a strong brand, I have that knowledge. So necessarily it wasn't failures, but it was more so like lessons of what not to do the next time. Makes so much sense. And I want to actually talk about those first important steps. Right. an entrepreneur 
Um, and I remember when you were texting me when you were doing the whole LC, he was like, should I do this? And I was like, girl, check this box, do this, don't do that. Like, you know, because you learn, especially when you're dealing with the people like the IRS, honey, you learn how to like, you, I've learned <laughs> the hard way, how to, yeah. how to like um, make sure all those things are together. So what, if you had to give somebody advice, right, on those first three steps in becoming an entrepreneur, what should be the first three steps they should take when starting their business? The first three steps you should take is brainstorm. You always want to brainstorm and basically find what, like, you know, find, tap into your old, your old talents and basically find something that you truly genuinely want to do because this is your business. If you have a business, I'm pretty sure this is something that you want to make into your career. You want to make, you want to, you want it to generate wealth. You want it to generate a community, you know, things that's going to provide for itself. So you don't want to just do that with any random thing that you see popping on Instagram or popping on, you know, Facebook or whatever, because it's, 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 it's active on social media. Then when you start doing it, you're like, "Hmm, I don't really like it so much. And then you stop your business. So the first step is all Always finding something that you truly genuinely want to do and that you find passionate passion in. Mm-hmm. The second step is to step out of your comfort zone. Stepping out of your comfort zone, I feel like, is basically when you start your business, think of ways to make it your own. Think of ways to basically put your own little touch to it. You know, I'm personally a skincare brand, but there I know there's other skincare brands out there. But personally, I feel like nobody does it like KC because I don't implement I don't just sell you a product. I sell you an experience. And at that experience, you get not a seat. You get not just a CEO, but you get a friend. You don't get, you know, just like, it's not basically somewhere where you just one-stop shop. You get a community, a community basically where people support you. There's tons of support from the Casey community. So basically that's what I'm seeing as in step out of your comfort zone, be able to find different avenues to make your business the way that you want it. The last step I want to say is make sure and I mean this in the most humblest way possible. In the most humblest way possible. When it comes to building your business, always make sure that you remain humble and don't ever go online and be like, "Oh, her business is booming. Why is it mine booming?" That's self doubt. That's not a million dollar mindset. A million dollar mindset is basically where you believe in yourself, you're confident in yourself, you're confident in your business, and basically you're confident in everything you do. That way, when you do do it, when you do have failures or when you do have lessons, you know that you have you can grow from it. You don't sit there, you sit and sob and, you're in, 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 it makes you stuck, especially as a business owner. So that's the top three things. Remain humble, step out of your comfort zone, and you know explore and f- basically find that creativity that you want to keep going for the rest of your life because those are the three main things that are gonna basically make your business grow, especially being yourself. Awesome. She said millionaire mindset. And you know, I teach this a lot about the battle in your mind, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, like, especially in this age of social media where we're where we're kind of like um led or susceptible to compare. And, right. you know, why is hers popping and why is mine not? But I think a lot of times what happens, a lot of us think we have the, it's one thing to obtain success is another thing to maintain success, right? right? And I think like what happens, we have to develop the character that we need to maintain whatever level of success that we want, right? right? right. And you too have to learn how to, you know, um, 
like uh, there's a there's a scripture in the bible that says don't despise the day of small beginnings like you have to learn right. how to start small and i tell people now like if you can't manage your business that's bringing let's say a thousand dollars a month what makes you think you're gonna manage your business that brings a million you gotta crawl before you walk you gotta you gotta learn those valuable lessons that happen in the ditches in the trenches as an entrepreneur right you gotta go through your hungry days your broke days <laughs> I went through it all of that as well. So yeah. you gotta go through those experiences that are gonna give you the character that you need to maintain right. that level of business success. And I also tell people this: like you should have your LLC, have your separate bank account. Your finances should be separate. Your business finances and your personal finances have a uh, have to be separate. And another thing, a lot of times people don't know who their market is. Like, I love um, following uh, uh, Casey because you say like Casey besties, Casey beauties. What, what do you call us? Casey besties. Casey, Casey besties, right? So she has a name for the audience of the young, of, of, of her customers, of her consumers, right? So you want to know who it is that you're selling to, who is your ideal customer and create those marketing strategies after the, around that because you could have a great business, but if your marketing sucks, <laughs> you're not it's going to be hard you know especially so i you know as you know i don't know if you do know but i'm basically coming out with the ebook called million dollar mindset at 18 and all the gems that i'm dropping here today on the podcast is going to be included in the ebook but i am going to be touching base heavily on marketing because i feel like when it comes to marketing you you have to you have to do certain things to you know create well attract the right audience to your business mm -hmm. So when you attract yourself to your business, when you attract the right audience to your business and make them feel like they're actually a community, it makes them want to stay. It makes them want to support your business. It makes them not only want to shop with you, but communicate with you on a regular basis and feel like they can actually trust you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, find, like find different creative ways to market your business. And I will be dropping different ways in my ebook coming up. So I just wanted to, you know, touch in on that marketing um, part because marketing is key to Key to literally everything, know how to speak, know how to talk to your, talk to your community. I'm not going to say customers because mm -hmm. you want to do more than just a customer relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So I know how to talk to your community. It's going to build like, it's going to build basically a community where they trust you, you know, they trust in your business. They trust you as a person and not just a CEO. So, yeah. And I love that. Now your, your ebook, right? I yes. want to go more into that. When do what was the inspiration behind doing the ebook and when will it be when will it be available for the good people to tap into it yes so my ebook the inspiration behind that is you know I'm very young and I just basically it took it took a lot for me to get to where I am today it took lots of learning lots of trial and error and lots of basically me just tapping into different avenues learning how to do what's best for my business and you know, I've been buying ebooks, of course, but I feel like they don't truly give you the resources that you need to know mentally about yourself, mentally about not just they basically teach you, they teach you the basics about how to how to start a business. They don't teach you how to grow it, or I'm basically teaching the people in the ebook how to develop that community, that community that you want to have for your business, as well as marketing, as well as LOC tips, as well as how to manage your money. I also have um, a chapter in there called the six principles, you know, so um, basically the inspiration behind that is to encourage young entrepreneurs, even if they're not young, even if they're, you know, older than me, and they just want to see how I'm doing it at such a young age, you know, they just want inspiration. Mm 
that's basically what inspired me because when I was young and I was when I was 15, 16, starting my business, I didn't really know like what to do or how to go about doing certain things or things of that nature. So that was the inspiration behind that. Love it, love it. And when will when will that be available for the people? <laughs> Currently, still in the works. I did get on my graphics process though. Mm-hmm. I'm just you know going over a few pages and editing things up, and you know making sure I have everything correct. You know, I'm having my grandmother proofread everything. Mm-hmm. So how she is, you know, she's very crit- critical and critique. So you know, she sends it back. She's like, oh, you I fixed it. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I know your grandmother, and yes, she will. Yeah, that's why we need to have these people in our lives that are going to help. I am so grateful for my entire family. Like, my entire family is so supportive. Like, my aunt, my mom, my dad, my grandma, my grandpa. And, you know, it's crazy because I had some news to tell you as well, but, you know. What you t- is that? Is that is that offline? You going to tell me that later? It, to be on the podcast, you could put it on the podcast, you know? Well, to you. Tell me. <laughs> okay, so I basically have received a call and it's basically this business called the White Label Expo. So what mm-hmm. they do is, is business to business shows and they basically invited me to come present KC to like a bunch of high-end retailer brands, Walmart, Target, CVS, Ulta, Sephora, and basically they're going to be shopping with me but placing wholesale orders that could be in the brand of stores. I got that offer yesterday, you know, of course, me and my family, we had to, you know, sit on the phone with him and actually go over the contract and things mm-hmm. like that. So we could actually, you know, get the ins and outs and mm-hmm. actually things of that nature. And everybody was on board, you know, we signed the contract and I'm super duper excited. So I'm ready for it. And, you know, it's basically going to take Casey to the next level. He, and what surprised me was that he told me that he found me through the Black Beauty Supply, the Black-Owned Beauty Supply Association. I don't know if you, you know, necessarily mm-hmm. know about them, but what they do is they basically find, um, you know, upcoming businesses on the beauty and um, skincare brand and the cosmetics industry, and they refer them to the White Label Expo if that mm-hmm. business, if that business is ready to go to the next step. So just the fact that people are, are seeing me and you know pre- presenting my business to huger opportunities just mm-hmm. it. It's a huge blessing, honestly. Oh, so, my God. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And that's why I told you, because I do want to give you a VIP pass to come to the event. Ah! Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have five, you know, and that's, I got four now, because I'm definitely giving you one for sure. Oh, super duper excited. Of course. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to be there, front and center. <laughs> front and yeah. center. Blonde hair and everything. Making yeah. noise in the back, because you know I'm loud. So, I did. Now let's talk about the importance of, because uh, you hit on it, the support system. So right. Naya has a beautiful family that I have been blessed to, you know, immerse myself into. Um, and one thing, everybody love her. <laughs> they do. I love, I love your family. You know, you know how I feel about y'all. So. Um, what happened is one thing last a couple of weeks and I'm gonna ask you two que- a couple questions about that pop-up. Okay. So um we were at the pop-up shot supporting Anaya and you know I was getting my wildflower. Right. Um, <laughs> and she um one of the things that I guess was she the young was she the girl who was behind the pop the girl who was hosting? Yeah. She I, like let me tell you, Anaya, the whole crew, we were back there supporting her. Like yeah. 
we were setting up, putting down, you know, I was like, I'm coming, you understand, I'm coming to serve. Like, tell tell people the importance of having, and the, the, the young woman who was hosting said, yeah, they started calling you Nisi, because it's like, yeah, and she come from such a good family, because you understand, <laughs> we were there to all support you. Tell us the, who the support the people? <laughs> you know, you, y'all deep, okay? Okay. Y'all, y'all are deep. The family support from y'all is deep, so... I say the importance of the the reason why it's so important to have a huge support system when it comes to having a business is because you can't do it by yourself. Like there's been times where I had to ask family members to help me either if it's help me fill products, help me fill orders, help me things take things to the post office. You know, I'm all one person. And when you have a business and it's just you as a CEO, you have to run graphics, have to run the website, email marketing. Um, you have to run the social media pages. You have to make sure you're posting on time. So mm-hmm. it could be overwhelming but I feel like when you have that support system behind you they can take some of that weight off your chest and off your shoulders like sometimes if I'm working on product and I need to run post office packages to the post office I'm like yo pop can you hop in your car go run these to the post office real quick like yeah I got you you know just just simple things like that or even if I need help to pay for a vendor fee or anything like my parents is my parents my grandparents they're always there to support me you know and I feel like as a business owner we all can we can't do it by ourselves even though Mm -hmm. some people to they never they I feel like that's you know it could be too much on them because at the end of the day as a business owner I feel like we all deserve that kind of support you know and it should always be recognized that you're trying to actually do something within your life to create uh basically a sustainable future for yourself Mm -hmm. so but you should always have that support behind you because it basically comes in handy when it comes to actually running a business it does it so does now also I want to actually touch on people who may not have that support system because you are highly blessed with the with the phenomenal, wonderful, warm, loving family of supporters. Not everybody has that. So, what right. advice would you give to a young entrepreneur like yourself who may who may not have access to like that family support? What would you advice would you give that person? I would give them advice to never give up no matter what. If do having a business is something that you truly want to do, you are so unstoppable. I feel like you're capable of anything. Support system, no support system. If you have, you know, like just anything that you're lacking or anything that, you know, may be a problem when it comes to actually having a business, I feel like you can always push past that. You can always grow as long as you're staying consistent, you're showing up every day, you're showing that you're determined. God is going to see that. He's going to recognize your hard work and he's going to bless you. No matter if you have a support system, no matter if you're doing it by yourself, no matter if you're doing it as a single mom, no matter if you're doing it as a single dad, it really doesn't matter. At the end of the day, as long as you're showing up every day and showing that this is your passion and showing that this is something that you truly want to do, there it's, it's going to come back in full most definitely for you. So I would say keep striving, keep keep persisting and do not give up because when you give up, you're probably going to miss out on opportunities or opportunities going to come across for you like, dang, I should have kept going mm-hmm. or, you know, I could have had this opportunity if I didn't stop. So it's like, it's never good to have regrets, you know? So I say, just go for it, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep growing, keep, keep being, keep believing in your, in yourself. Cause mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're your biggest supporter for what you're doing at the end of the day, no matter how many people support you, you're the one showing up every day. You're the one who's putting in the work to make product. You're the one who's putting in the work to pick, take packages to the post office. So that's what I'm saying. Like, as long as you keep doing that, you're going to be truly blessed. Honestly, your business is going to grow all different types of successful. 
I love it. Okay. All right, motivational speaker. All right. <laughs> All right, motivational speaker. You're going to add that to the list because we're going to talk about yeah. what you can do when you start speaking. But that's, we're going to, we'll talk yeah. about that. I'm so sorry. I got an offer today from the JP Morgan Chase, Chase pitch that I had got. They want me to come speak to the younger moguls that's going to be happy coming up for the future years so i'm really i'm really excited look at you now i'm going to also talk to you about how to set up your speaker fees okay because that is being a keynote speaker is a very lucrative career i can tell you so i'm gonna we'll talk offline when you speak speak, oh my god (laughs) I don't know what it is. You just be touching my soul. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Anaya. But see, you see what ha- what's happening now, and I kind of want to touch on this, is like, I'm a nice mentor, but it happened organically over Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> you know? So I want to talk to you how, like, how, what, why do you think it's important to have a mentor or someone you can talk to your business, you know, get business pointers from? I'm so glad you asked this. Okay. I feel like it's really important to have a mentor because, you know, being young and being an entrepreneur, you have friends, but some of your friends may not be entrepreneurs. So some struggles that you're going through, you may not be able to talk to them about and you feel like you're going through it by yourself. Having a mentor and having somebody who's also business-minded, who's also goal-oriented oriented in the business field, just be it makes you have that comfortability and that weight lifted off your chest of just feeling like you you have so much to deal with by yourself mm-hmm. so having a mentor has helped me tremendously whenever I had a question about anything to go about business wise I will come to you and you will respond you will educate me you will basically basically teach me the things that I didn't know before you'll give me the necessary resources you know and sometimes as a friend you may not be able to do that. You may be able to support me in other ways. And I'm still going to appreciate that too. But when it comes to having a business, this is my baby. So I need true advice, you know? So it's like having a mentor really sets you up to have that, have those resources that you may have trouble finding on your own or like if regular, if you didn't have a mentor. Awesome. And Anaya, you're an amazing mentee, man. Like Anaya don't play. She, when I say her hustle game is different, she will be like, I did it, Maria. Yeah. Now what do I need to do? All right. Yeah. So I want you to talk now to people who give them advice because you are in the industry that's highly competitive, right? right. Like the skincare, beauty industry, although a multi-billion dollar market is also yep. really competitive, right? And a lot of young women, a lot of women, whoever want to start, let's say like an eyelash business or makeup business, even if it's a restaurant, because there's a million thousand trillion restaurants out there. Right. People say like, well, that's already out there. Why should I start more mine? You right. There's other skincare lines. You could have thought that. You could have said, well, there's other vegan, animal cruelty features, skincare lines, but you still went and did yours. Right. What advice would you give to someone who's like, who's like, oh, I want to start my eyelash business or my skincare business or my restaurant, whatever, but I feel like there's so much competition. Why should, why should I even start mine? So I feel like, you know, there's always going to be that competition in the market. I feel like it's not about what you sell, but it's about how you sell it and the experience that you're given. Touch base back on early when it comes to having that creative mind and be able to develop things that make your your business different. Mm 
Mm-hmm. With my business, yes, I do skincare and cosmetics. However, the experience I offer in the community that I have is different from any other business that there's out there. We communicate, we talk, I'm taking ideas from you guys. I go live to communicate. You know, I'm calling you guys besties. So you guys are not just customers. You know, I'm, I'm on top of email marketing. You guys are in constant communication with me. And not a lot of businesses do that. Some businesses take very long for you to respond. Oh, 24 hours, eight hour responses. Not here. Casey. <laughs> email I see it email right back she's like oh she's fast I've had so compliment me on how great my customer service is and just the community that I'm here building here at KC because that's what I want my business to basically flourish off that was the creative mind that I put my that my business direction in so when it comes to starting like you know a lash business skincare hair whether whichever you're doing, just find your own way to make it your own, whether if it's, you know, doing pop it different, you know, if you're doing hair, do different colors that people never did before, do patterns that people never did before, come up with a creative name that you people never heard of, like, whoa, like, I ain't never heard, I ain't see that before, you know, lashes, like, it's so much different things that people are doing with lashes nowadays, like, find your own way to put your spin on it, that mm-hmm. way, when you call it yours, you could be like, I put my own touch to it, like, yeah, she sell lashes too, but do she do it like me? <laughs> so it's like find your own way to put a little touch on it a little pizzazz you know whether if it's changing up a few letters a few colors making something pop and do an animal print like whatever you want to do like just implement it and make it make it to the point where when you put it out to your market they see that it's different from other brands out there I love that. And you know what I noticed too? Like people fall in love with you as the entrepreneur, right? right. Especially with social media now that you can get on a live. And people are like, I like her. I trust her. Let me get behind her in that product. Because again, establishing that trust with their community. So now that I mentioned social media, tell me how social media has benefited your business. And and how, how can other people use social media to their advantage? Right. Social media has benefited me tremendously as a business owner, whether if it's just from posting on Instagram. I recently just started heavily posting on TikTok, and that has been getting me tons and tons of exposure. I feel like social media is important because, you know, literally almost everybody's on social media nowadays, but if it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, TikTok, whatever, whatever it is, there's always a huge audience out there for the seated. There's millions of people on these social media apps. Use it to your advantage, you know? Make sure you're posting consistently every day. No matter how many likes you get, no matter how many shares you get, there's always somebody watching, always somebody watching, always somebody sharing. There's always going to be somebody watching on each different platform that you have. So just make sure that you're consistent when it comes to posting on social medias. Like I literally just started getting consistent on TikTok and I went from two something followers to I'm almost at a thousand followers now within like three to four or five days, honestly. Mm -hmm. And posting consistently, I've been, you know, interacting with the people on my TikTok, you know, just making sure they see that I'm like an interactive CEO, mm-hmm. not just CEO, but as a person. So, you know, when it comes to social media, I feel like it's very, very important to take a hold of that because, you know, it's not like in the old school days where you would have to, you know, walk in a beauty salon stars and, you know, bear shops like, hey, can I, everybody, can I have a moment of your attention? I got my stuff here. You know what I'm saying? Especially in New York. We know how that stuff get down. You from you sitting getting the box braids done, and she coming in with a whole whole shebang. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know it's like it's not like that anymore. All you gotta do is 
promote on your Instagram, promote on your TikTok, promote on whatever, whatever, whatever social media. I don't care if it's Craigslist, just promote. <laughs> Somebody's going to see it and it's going to grow. It's going to constantly have your business get exposure and attract that audience that you want to attract. That's dope. And, you know, like you said, I don't care what you post on, right? I right. think, too, like, sometimes what can be overwhelming for entrepreneurs is they feel like they got to post on all platforms all the time, right? Okay. Um, no. Like, you find what works for your audience. So, like, what right. works for us at Embrace is uh, TikTok and, and Instagram. And I don't run either of those. Like, I have my team behind that. So, like, as you grow, you know... As an entrepreneur, you can have somebody else do that part of it for you if you feel like it's overwhelming. But I feel like as an entrepreneur, you find what one, two social media channels work best for you and your audience, right? Some people I know do amazing on LinkedIn. Some people do amazing on Facebook. Some right. people do it on YouTube. Not going to lie, I have not tapped into Facebook and LinkedIn yet because it's so confusing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More into the Facebook aspect because I know it goes hand in hand with the Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I'm um, doing some research on that and figure out how to use Facebook ads and different things like that. Yeah. Cause I've been on Facebook and forever. When I was in um in high school in New York, of course, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook popped and everybody mm-hmm. had Facebook. But now I was like, oh, I don't know. Right. <laughs> Not a lot of people on Facebook. So right. you know, I use it as a platform and as an avenue, you know. So I'm just figuring out how to go about using it. And, you know, whenever it comes to, when, if you have any questions about like how to use a certain platform or how to use a certain social media app, YouTube, Google, like they literally tell you everything. So that's YouTube university. (laughs) Amen. Okay. Proud member. I go to YouTube and Google university all the time. Okay. Proud member. And I think like what you do is like you said, you said, I think TikTok and Instagram works for your audience beautifully, yeah. right? But that may not work for somebody. TikTok may not work for somebody's audience, right. right? So you find out what works for your audience and you and you build from there. Now right. let's talk about like balance because this world as an entrepreneur, your hustle gotta be different as an entrepreneur, right? So yes. you are a student. At Morgan State, you said the illustrious Morgan State University. Illustrious Morgan State University. Student, she is now a rising sophomore at Morgan State University. How do you balance your life as a student, a friend, a sister, a daughter, all that stuff you got in your business? Like, how do you do work-life balance? So I'm not going to lie, due to the fact that this was my first year of college, I faced a lot of challenges as you know, you, you know yourself, you know, whether if it was with friends, you know, my, some of my friends felt like I worked to myself too much. And it was like, you don't even hang out with us anymore, <laughs> you know? And then when I came to school, like sometimes I would be working on other things to the point where like, I'll be thinking about school. So it really took, I really had to sit back and look and like, like, look, I can't keep doing this, you know, I can't keep doing this. So. I decided to make time frames of when I would have time for me to work on KC because even at the dorm, I can't work on KC as much as I would like to. The fact, you know, I don't have the necessary production tools there, but, you know, I would, I shortened it down to only marketing, you know, posting on Instagram and, you know, taking pictures of products and things like that. That way it's not such like a, I'm not focused on that much. But then when, if I did have an assignment or a due date or a deadline, um, I set reminders in my phone, but I also always try to get my assignments done beforehand, before they're due. I try to be more, my, more strict on myself about that this semester, because last semester I was more so focused, like schoolwork was more so 
my main focus was my first semester, try to make a good impression for my parents, you know, for the school. So school was really like my main, main, main focus. But then I was like, when I started KC, when I started back KC, after I got adjusted to my first semester in college, you know, it did, it was kind of challenging for me to balance the both, but I had to learn how to, you know, basically find the time for each thing. I had to learn what to cut back on, what had to, you know, basically plan about going my day, you know, just, but the main thing that really helped me was getting assignments done on time. When I had assignments done on time, it literally left me so much free time in college. Like, it was like, okay, like, at this point, I could hang on, I have time to hang on with my friends, I have time to do, you know, um, I have time to post for KC more, you know, different things like that. So just implement, just focusing on schoolwork or getting schoolwork done out of the way first, because sometimes it can be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to check Canva. I got an assignment due today, you know? So it's like just getting it done beforehand just gives you that, that leeway and that free time that you really want to do what you enjoy. Got it. So how do you self-care? What do you do for yourself to make sure you're, you're taking care of yourself? Yeah. So I recently just started like tapping into like self-care heavily, heavily and doing things like um, I had recently, like after all my pop-ups, you know, because Casey is on tour right now um, from the you know East Coast trying to hit some states, you know. So after each pop up, you know, because it does take a lot to prepare for a pop. You got to prepare product. You got to prepare your setup. You got to prepare, you know, your, how you going to move, how you going to how you going to be in a spot, you know. <laughs> so it's, it's like it's I take a decompressed day like my previous pop up in New York. I had which went was a complete success and went amazing after I had took a spa day. I went to this place called the bathhouse in Manhattan and you know it was basically like a spa you bring your bathing suit is no phones allowed you know they have heated saunas they have tropical saunas they have heated pools you know different types of things for me to do to just like decompress so I did go there I went out to eat you know just to like give myself a reset so I do try to have lots of reset days you know basically especially after a huge workload like let's say I know I'm gonna have a decompressed day coming up because I'm currently working on product. I'm making product for my relaunch. I mean, not my relaunch, but my reopening plus my restock this Saturday. So after I, re, you know, after I reopen, of course, orders are going to be coming in, but I don't, I usually have a time frame for when I do fill orders. So I, of course, I'm going to have time in between that to take a decompressed day. You know, I probably would go to the rocks or, you know, just go about, probably go to the library, you know, read a few books, you know, just something that makes me feel good. and makes me feel like, just get me out of that work element. Ooh, so you talked about the pop-ups, which I wanted to get into. Yeah. So my first question is, what made you start selling your product at pop-ups and what advice would you give to someone who wants to start selling at pop-ups? So what made me start selling um, at pop-ups was to get more of a feel of the, like, you know, get more of my audience locally in certain states. Because, you know, when you promote on Instagram, you have people from all over looking at you. But like, let's say if I would decide to do a pop-up in Virginia, which I do have one coming up this Sunday. But, you know, I want to reach my, my, my audience locally. You know, that way we're in town. People could hit me up after they see me in my pop-up. Like, yo, you got any more rose oil? You got any more this? And I'm like, yeah, you know, follow me on Instagram. Now my audience is not only based on social media, but I'm getting it locally as well. You know, all in different states. That way, you know, people, 
locally inside the towns, they have access to KC now, you know? And people, the, my advice I would give to people who actually want to sell their items and pop-ups, you can do it, you know? Like, just find different pop-ups, you know, Eventbrite. You can go on Instagram, type up pop-up shops, and the different types of Instagram accounts who actually host pop-up shops will come in contact, like, you can come in contact with them, DM like, hey, how much is your vendor fee? You know, what can I do to participate in your pop-up shop? And they'll tell you, because they're actively looking for vendors. So if you want to get your product out there locally to people like around you and your town or whatever, you know, just look on Eventbrite. I recommend you could also look, you know, just Google it. You could also go on Instagram, type of pop-ups. You can go on Facebook, type on pop-ups, you know, just different things that, and it's going to pop up locally too, because of course, you know, apps, they use your location. Mm -hmm. So it basically, it, it broadens it to your area. So that's good. Now, another thing that I loved about your previous pop-up is that Although you're originally from New York, like you said, you're in school in Morgan State. So you took a flight in right. the middle of the semester. It wasn't like it was December and she was home for the holidays. I didn't know. She was in the middle of her. I was like, okay, all right. Why do you think it's important to having that drive to doing what it needs to be done as an entrepreneur and, you know, not making excuses and, 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 and getting on flights and driving and doing what you need to do to sell your stuff at the pop-up? Right. I feel like it's important to not make excuses for yourself because when you make excuses for yourself and you'd be like, oh, I can't go because I don't have a way to get there. There's always a way to get somewhere. I don't bus. I don't care if it's a train. I don't care if I got my grandpa to drive me. I don't care if I got to pay him gas money. It's always a way to get somewhere, you know? So I feel like you're just making excuses for yourself and it causes you to be lazy. If you be lazy, you're lazy with your business. You're lazy with your business. Your business starts to slack. Your business starts to slack. You're like, damn. Why my business slacking is because you're you're be, you're not being strict on yourself. When you're strict on yourself in a business, you have to be strict on yourself as a business owner, just due to the fact because it keeps you in that element, it keeps you in that mindset that okay, this is what I have to do. I have to you know find a way to go about doing this, and basically it keeps you organized as well. Mm -hmm. So you know due to the fact that it was the middle of the semester, but at the time I did finish most of my work for the week, so I was prepared to you know to fly. You know I didn't have nothing to worry about school wise. KC products were made. I was just, you know, I was ready. I was ready to get there. I was ready to make KC known, you know. So it's really important to be strict on yourself and to not just don't cut yourself slack. Cut yourself slack on your decompressed days. <laughs> All right. <laughs> not worth right. I love that. Like, give yourself, put that in your schedule and plan ahead. All right. I'm gonna know on Saturday. This is, this is what I'm going to do, like, for myself. You know, it's funny. I was setting up something with uh, one of my uh, mentees and one of my program graduates, and I told her, I don't feel like being Miss Maria that weekend because that's what my <laughs> students call me. So I was right. like, I know that that weekend is my weekend, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to know, as an entrepreneur, what works best for you. Right. So let's talk about, like, finances as an entrepreneur, which is really huge. Um. So this, you have the opportunity, well, because you're a student and you're an entrepreneur. A lot of people have jobs and they're like, how do I start my job? How do I start my in my business when I still have a job? And a lot of people um, fear those seasons of broke <laughs> as an entrepreneur, which can happen up in the Right. Um, what advice would you give to someone who has a job and now wants to start a business or maybe it's starting their business and their job they, they want to kind of like walk away from their job to focus on their business right honestly I feel like the people who have a job 
and started to start their business actually have one up. Only I say that because just in case anything happens, they have that second reliable source of income to back their business. Mm -hmm. So you also say that, you know, it's also good to manage your time because let's say you work a nine to five, you're probably going to come home, be tired, but uh, I don't like feeling orders right now or something like that. That's why it's, it's, I feel like it's more so time management. That's, that's like the issue when it comes to people having jobs in a business, because, you know, when it comes to managing your finances, or even if you have a bit, a job and a business, I feel like, you know, let's say you mess up restock, or let's say um, you didn't make as much as you thought, or you invested this much money into your brand. And, you know, you didn't make sales at first, you know, you didn't invest literally all the money that you had saved up into your business. And now you have nothing, you know, you, you're going to work. You're actually building that money back up. And that way, you know, you have something to rely on. So it's like, I feel like it's like a, it, it all depends. Like, I feel like it's um, basically more so time management that you have to work on. Just find what's right for you. Find the time that's right for you on your off days, you know, take time to market your business, take time to work on your business and things like that. Because, if you do have a job, I would say, you know, posting is key marketing when it does come to having a business. So, of course, I understand that even if you have a job, you may not be able to post like that and things like that. But there's things around that, like the autops, the um, the setup uh, automatic posting, you know. So when you're at work, set it for the time that you wanted to post. That way you could be working and it's automatically posting. You get uh -huh. people to your site and you get off work, you check your phone, it's plus 10 followers. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, there's ways to work around that. There's ways to do both. I feel like, you know, if you do have a business and, you know, you don't have a job, you're also set up as fine as well. All you have to do is stay consistent. And if you do have a job and you do have a business as well, you know, just find where time management is okay for you. And there's also ways around that as well. There is. When I was working in the music business, and I had got to a point where I could do my job behind, like with my eyes closed. So what I would right. do is part of my day was my job work. And then, cause I was at my office all day. I was like, well, the other part of my day would be my embrace her legacy work. Like I literally incorporated, did everything from my computer <laughs> at my job so it's like even throughout the day and when I got off I would take meetings after work you know I would I set up my whole website with my web designer back then after work I met him on the weekends so you find out what works best for you and I love how you said automated scheduling um I use different apps and social media scheduling tools so that I you know we're not out here sitting in front of everything waiting right. for someone to like comment and then you do there's a lot of automated things like if someone clicks this it signs them up on this and it leads yeah. them to this so it, it automatically ends them enters them into your marketing funnel so they get yeah. the first email the intro email the second email all of that is automated so I think like it's important to have those systems in place whether you have a job or not just so that things can be easier for you as an entrepreneur okay right so my last question, well, my second to last question for you and I is, when you feel like giving up, what keeps you going? Honestly, I can't say that I feel like giving up. I more so feel like, you know, sometimes I get discouraged that, you know, sometimes I may not, you know, like, let's say my last restock sells out perfectly, like 100% sold out. And this restock, it doesn't do so good. You know, it kind of just, it, it, it gives me a moment. I'm not going to say it discouraged me because it never does. Like I always got out of that, but look, you got snap back then. You got Casey to run. Uh, don't do that. But basically it's like, um, you know, a moment 
of discouragement. So it's like, okay, like, you know, I feel kind of down that I didn't sell as good as I did last month. But like I said earlier, you got to tap back in and learn how don't take failures as failures, take them as lessons, you know? So just the fact that I can learn from that and I can implement it to help me, you know, basically grow my business. It doesn't keep me in that discouragement mindset for a long time because, you know, I try not to get discouraged in my business a lot. I try to get motivated. I try to get inspired to what to do better. That's why I just I replaced discouraged and failure with more so positive acronyms that basically help me you know, can help me lead to and grow my business. But don't get me wrong, when I did first start out, I've had moments where I was like, you know, I don't think I could do this anymore. You know, like I've even, I even had a moment where I was going through something personally. So I did stop Casey for a little bit. But in, even in that own moment, I realized how much, it made me realize how much I did want to do Casey, mm-hmm. you know? So it made me start back up again and come back 10 times stronger and, you know, be prepared to get knocked down and, you know, get back up times 10. You know, so it, it, it took a little it took a little minute for me to develop this mindset of replacing the negative with the positive. But it does help. It really does help because it, it makes you not stay in that discouragement mindset for a long time. Because when you get in that mindset, and you stay in that mindset. It makes you lack. It makes you give yourself slack on yourself, slack on your business. You're like, dang, I can't do it. So I might as well not do this or dang, this happened last month. So I might as not even restock this mm-hmm. time. But you can't think like that. And especially as a business owner, you have to think positive. Replace the negatives with the positives. That's beautiful. What a beautiful. Let me tell y'all. I know you're <laughs> out here dropping jewels, okay? Yes, I'm trying I'm trying to inspire people, you know, because it's just more like it took me, it took character development, you know. And when I developed my character, I seen to grow in my business as well, you know. So it takes, you have to learn how to replace the negative you know all the negative thoughts that you have all the negative things you were telling yourself replacing with something positive even if it's little even if it's you know just telling yourself that you got this I can do this right you know sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it even if you feel like you don't you gotta tell yourself you got it because at the end of the day your brain is gonna be okay she got this you know you're telling yourself your your body listens to what your brain tells you so tell yourself these things in order for your body to put out the work, you know, for it to be an outcome. So you just got to learn how to replace those negatives with the positives. And ever since I replaced the negatives with the positives, I feel great. You know, even if it is a moment where, even if it is a moment where, you know, I do get upset, you know, I try to refrain from stepping out of character, you know, just because, you know, just replace the negative with the positive. Okay, this happened right now, but obviously I need a break from the situation. Step away from the situation. If there's a bad situation going on, step away from it. You know, if it, if it doesn't even have to deal with business, it could be dealing with something personal going on in your life. You know, just do what's best for you. You know, always have that pos- positive mindset going that basically helps you. Love that. Now, I had, I, I'm sorry, I got two more questions. Right? Okay. One more, uh, my, my, my second to last question for real this time is, in five years, where do you see Casey at? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I see. Casey, not only in stores, I see Casey with a huge community, a community where, you know, they come out to my events, they support me, they're supporting everything I do. I have people who's been inspired. I want to inspire people to start their own businesses. So some Casey besties five years from now may even have their own business. And they say that, you know, and I inspired me. Casey mm-hmm. Cosmetics inspired me because of the community offered to us you know what she was presenting to us it was different you know it wasn't just like a one-stop shop or just like here take this and buy you know she offered a a true community 
And me for myself, I want to, of course, I want to develop my, you know, my youth business coaching career. I really do want to get into that. I want to do business brunches. I want to host events. I want to speak at events. I want to, you know, set up different workshops for younger kids. You know, I just want to do all different types of things. Like even if it's a workshop where they brainstorm their own business plan, you know, I give them resources from KC to do that. Like here, if you want, if you're in a skincare, I'm going to give you resources, like a little body butter care kit. You, you know what I'm saying? Start it yourself, figure it, make something for yourself. So I want to do, I just want to tap into all avenues. And of course, after I take off with this, I do want to branch off into my other business plans that I had previously in my life, whether if it's selling hair, whether if it's, you know, because I do have the skill. It's just that I went into like the platform, you know, Mm -hmm. it is really what I genuinely want to do. But I do want to broaden, you know, Casey. So it could be Casey bundles or, you know, Casey, you know, whatever, whatever I want it to be, you know. So I do. I want my name to be out in the world on a positive note about basically somebody who's there to help inspire younger kids or even who are how people who are even older than me, you know, just drop true gems because I feel like people, of course, people are going to pay me for the gems I drop because my gems is treasure for real, you know, but I feel like nowadays people, they, they kind of like, um, they don't really, they tell you the, the generics, like mm-hmm. every for an ebook, I could literally look up on YouTube and they tell mm-hmm. me this yeah a little bit more something different something something that's gonna spark you know a type of creative mind and you know that creative mind and you know not a lot of ebooks they don't tell you how to manage yourself personally when it comes to having a business because you have to learn how to do it yourself you know to have a client who's completely disrespectful and if you don't you haven't worked on yourself you're gonna handle that client in the wrong way now you're on the shade room and everybody's like oh cancel her cancel her you know so (laughs) it's like you have to learn how to deal with yourself nowadays have to learn how to implement that into your business your charismatics into your business you know so it's like I feel at the end of the day in five years I just want to have a positive impact on the world and I want Casey to be big I want my name to be big I want people I want I want my energy to when I step into a room I want people to be like oh yeah that's her that's her right there she run this whole event this whole multi-million dollar events I got celebrities coming and a lot of people who also inspire me is like Rihanna inspiration because she stopped music and she switched right into cosmetics and you know she didn't she she wasn't cosmetics and music that's two totally different Mm -hmm. you know so now she's a billionaire from cosmetics she does Fenty skin Fenty cosmetics you know like I love it all. So it's like a huge inspiration. She could be a billionaire. I know that I could be a billionaire too. I just got to put the work in, you know, just provide that, that energy and, you know, keep, keep my strengths in good spirit. I love it. And you will be Anaya. Like you have such a beautiful, bright future ahead of you. I'm excited to be on your ride with you. And I'm over here cheering. In this. Like, yes. All right. Let's get these checks. I, you know, <laughs> I watched the video of me speaking at the event. You like, and you in the back like, come on, you better tell it. I mean, like, yeah, that's my mentor. <laughs> I love that energy. You know, I love having that energy around me because it makes me want to put more of that energy out, you know? So it's, it's really good. It's a really good feeling. I am so proud of you, Anaya. Now my final, my final question, of course, is how can listeners support you, buy your products, 
you know, uh, follow you, where all that jazz, how many pop-ups, everything, let them know. Okay, so I'm gonna give you all the rundown of what's, you know, what's happening with Casey. So you can follow Casey Cosmetics on Instagram at K-C-K-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-S-L-L-C underscore. That's Casey Cosmetics LLC underscore on Instagram. You can also find my youth business coaching page at Naya Speaks, which is N-A-Y-A-A Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S. I'm going to be posting that more. I'm also going to be updating my ebook. My ebook, I haven't dropped the official date yet because, you know, we're still doing some pre some pre pre-reads and you know some editing and things like that getting graphics together but that will be coming very soon I want to say before before the end of the first week of July um I have a pop um Casey is still currently on tour we have our Richmond Virginia pop-up coming up this Saturday this Sunday and then we have an ATL pop-up coming June 3rd to the 5th so I'm super duper excited about that because personally I do want to move to ATL so I'm excited to go out there mm-hmm. But I said I was going to come to the ATL one, you know. (laughs) Yes, I'm so excited. And then one of the biggest events for Casey is happening a day after my 19th birthday, which is at the White Label Expo, where I'll be, you know, and I'll be presenting Casey to high-end retailers and things of that nature. And it's going to be great. It's going to be broadcasting on Fox News. Yes, it is. I'm so super duper excited for that. And this whole, this whole year, honestly, I got tons of stuff planned. You know, I got tons of products coming out. Um, I got tons of pop-ups happening. I'm trying to get a pop-up for July in Orlando, Florida. I'm in motion right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's just a lot that I have planned for KC. And make sure y'all stay tuned to our Instagram so you guys can be updated and follow us and hear all the announcements that we have to make. But thank you so much for having KC and me on the show. I yeah. really- you know we love maria we love her <laughs> i love y'all too what's the website yeah uh, website to buy that oh, yeah. site is kccosmetics.net and i decided i'm not gonna lie i decided to go with net because i feel like com is too basic in case <laughs> I, I had to do a dot net i don't know i feel like it was I just love it. i love it and don't worry y'all i'm gonna definitely put all her tags and handles in that whether you listen in on spotify soundcloud apple it'll be all in the details if you're watching on youtube it'll be there as well thank you so much my thank girl Cross came in if y'all have any questions please reach out to her she is literally like such a joy to be around she's dedicated she's focused i know i got a lot of other entrepreneurs who are listening so y'all better go support her you know what I mean follow her and I'm just so excited thank you for listening to the embrace a legacy episode highlighting young bosses I'm so so excited and always always continue oh make sure you subscribe and share this with a friend I don't care if the if they entrepreneur and they 16 or 60 you send it to them, okay? Because it's never too early or never too late to start your business. Until then, always be a woman who embraces her legacy. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Embrace Her Legacy podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please make sure to subscribe and visit embraceherlegacy.com 
to make a donation or sign up to become a part of our community of volunteers and supporters, the Embrace Her Legacy Collective. Make sure you follow us at Embrace Her Legacy to get daily inspiration and join our movement. Thank you for listening. And remember, you're enough, you're worthy, and you're a phenomenal woman who embraces her legacy.